Welcome to So I Was Watching, a podcast about the TV shows and films that are on my watch list, combined with commentary on the real-life social themes within the narrative. After each lesson, you'll leave with a TV show or film to add to your watch list, along with a conversation to have with your innermost circle. I'm your host, Amber Dover, and it's time to unlock your curiosity. Hello and welcome back to a new episode of So I Was Watching Podcast. This season is just getting started so I hope you all stick around for the full ride where I'll be dissecting some amazing shows and films that have been on my watch list. This episode today is very special to me because I'm talking about one of my favorite things ever. So I was watching the Twilight Saga as I tend to do whenever it's on and I got to thinking about the impact this film franchise contributed to fandom culture. I mean I used to camp out on the New York City streets just for an opportunity to meet and see the cast. It was that deep. Today marks 10 years since the saga concluded with the release of Breaking Dawn Part 2. And seeing this movie for the first time in theaters is an experience I'll never forget. I mean, I can't forget it because I've never had such a visceral reaction to a movie in public like I did seeing that for the first time. And I haven't had one like that since. And if you're a Twihard, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm also joined with a fellow Twihard on this episode as we talk about the saga as a whole and the experience of watching Breaking Dawn Part 2 in the theaters 10 years ago. So stick around after the beat and get into the conversation. back for a new episode of So I Was Watching Podcast and this is a very special episode because we're talking about Twilight and as you can't see I'm gonna, I'll put on my Tumblr page or the podcast Tumblr page we are both rocking our Twilight shirt oh and my sister has a, she has her her uh emblem that i have mine too i just can't put my fingers on it but i'm joined again with my sister trini because this is the perfect person to have on this episode because of the freak out she was right next to me <laughs> during the breaking dawn freak out freak out but this is just like a perfect day because it is very gloomy Rainy. and dreary it's given very twilightish while we are recording this episode and my first question for you is, how you liking the rain, girl? Better <laughs> <laughs> get used to it, girl. <laughs> okay. Um, so before we get into Breaking Dawn Part 2, because this is the 10th year anniversary of the film coming to theaters, and that is 10 years since the saga has officially ended. Um, yes. But before, before we get to the end, we got to start with the beginning. So for you, Trinite, um, <laughs> do you remember what it was that made you want to get into Twilight? What was it that first attracted you to the franchise? Um, I think it was the vampire um, stare. <laughs> I 
didn't see the first one in the movies. Mm -hmm. I saw it when it was on TV, but it was very mysterious. I wanted to know who these Cullens were. Okay. You know, what was going on with them because they were very intriguing and just mysterious and they seem really cool. Okay. <laughs> see, for, like, for me too, like I didn't see any of them in the theaters, but Break of Dawn part one and two. And I feel like I got into it from mom. Like she was watching, it was Eclipse had probably came out. Well, just had probably had just came out and she had it on the bootleg. And <laughs> um, I remember just catching a glimpse of, you know, now that I know the proposal scene okay. and seeing that scene, I was like, what is this? <laughs> and then, um, I think I just was just like, oh, well, let me go back and see, like, what was it that she was watching? And then I was like, okay, this is, okay, this is one of them Twilight movies. And I feel like I just went and watched, you know, the first three. And then I got the book for Breaking Dawn and read that. And I feel like I, the obsession started. I, of course, for me, like, when I get obsessed with things, I do all the background information. So. I was watching interviews. I was watching Comic Con panels. Like I need, I got the DVDs. I need to hear the commentaries. I wanted the behind the scenes, and I feel like it just festered from there. Right, and it really became a pop culture, global phenomenon. Like you, especially for like the young stars, they couldn't go anywhere without okay. being recognized. But it was literally just like vampires, werewolves. Everybody wanted to get down bit. To that, it was down to that. It's Bella cheating on Edward. And we were like, how could you do that? Oh my God. Like that, that's when I knew like, it was like, I was literally in fandom territory because yeah. I was really upset about yeah. that. Like, <laughs> how dare you? I, I don't even know these people, but it was just like, I was very upset about that. I remember, and I still have it up on my blog because I was writing, you know, during the time that, you know, the saga was still out and I had wrote, uh, it was called, it was called an open letter to Kristen Stewart. And oh open, my God. And it, and oh my God. <laughs> and then it was an open letter to Robert Pattinson and literally just Vincent about like, Kristen, how could you do this? And then it was like, Rob, we got your back. <laughs> it was like crazy one of those. i was one of those and i just feel like i don't know what it is about these movies like maybe it is just that i think it's, it's really something powerful about that shared interest like you have a different group of people from all walks of life but yet we can all find common ground and obsess over these, these films and these characters yeah. it's crazy but i, I feel like i want to jump into breaking down part two because it is the anniversary but we're, we're gonna yeah. go we're gonna go back um yeah. how would you rank the movies because there are five films mm -hmm. or four books i've only read the one book to really know how i didn't read any they were a little I, thought you read, I thought you read Breaking Dawn. I had them or one, and I just couldn't do it. It was I too was big. Like, that definitely is, like I think, probably the biggest book I've ever read. And I remember reading it at work. Like, I could not put it down. I was reading it on the train to work. I was reading it at my desk at work. Like, mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be working, mm -hmm. but I'm here. I'm flipping pages. <laughs> but to the films, how would you rank the films? Because in my mind, I have a clear, clear... So in order of what in I... order from what you like. I, mm -hmm. I have a clear... Mm -hmm ranking of the five um, and why where would you rank them and why would see, you i'm not them? even sure why but i just know in my head twilight one of course because okay. that's the the beginning of knowing what this is about 
And then I'm going to jump to fucking uh, Breaking Dawn 1 because that was when um, my Bella came about. Like, <laughs> she was so beautiful. Um, and then maybe I'll jump to Eclipse, Breaking Dawn 2, and then last and least, New Moon because <laughs> I well, you can't see, but I am Team Edward. I did not care about the backstory of the werewolves. But um, yeah, so Twilight, Breaking Dawn 1, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn 2, New Moon. That is very interesting because I feel like mine is kind of kind of completely different and it's crazy, but I'm very much Team Edward. Always have been. It's always been him, Jacob. It's like, <laughs> it's very, it's, it's very Team Edward, but New Moon is my favorite. Really? And it's, and it's crazy because Edward is barely in it. Right. Like, barely in New Moon, but I just think I love New Moon so much because A, the soundtrack. Okay. Soundtrack yeah. is probably yes. the best. And I feel like maybe Breaking Dawn Part 2 is after, like soundtrack wise, is just amazing. Right. That whole soundtrack situation, like they yes. did such they, a good job. Like every album is just like, they got all yeah. the best people out there. Like, just like that, you can get the mood listening to the yeah. soundtrack. And yeah. I feel like every time it rains, I want to watch New Moon because it's like, wow. it just, it gets, it gives me that feeling every time I watch it. Um, We met the werewolves. You know, you didn't like the werewolves. It's like, we met the werewolves for the first time. We saw Jacob phase on the fly. He got rid of that quiet 12 inch <laughs> middle part. <laughs> he got rid of it. <laughs> And then he got his low cut. But then in the Eclipse, friggin' Bella got it. She got her. And then they switched wigs. They switched wigs. They switched wigs. I hate that Eclipse wig. Um, And then we met the Volturi for the first time in New Moon. Oh. It's just like, we got so many first characters. Like, I love New Moon so much. And I feel like Edward looked the best he ever looked in the franchise in New Moon. And he was barely in it. So and he was barely in what, it. What's your rank? Um, So that's number one, New Moon. Mm -hmm. Two is Twilight because it's the first one. It's like... It looks completely different. It feels completely different from Absolutely. all the rest of the movies. Um, I think they said like they wasn't even really planning on it going past the first one. They didn't know if it was going to be like a hit like it was. So I just feel like it just looks different. They were all babies. Yeah. Um, and it's the first one. And it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. And then I want to say Breaking Dawn Part 2. Mm -hmm. I want to say too because okay. we we got to see Bella in her full yes. vampire glory. I feel like that's what was like leading up to that point throughout the whole franchise. Of course, the big battle. Like I think like that one was just exciting. It was the last one. I feel like that was a good one. Then I want to say Breaking Dawn Part One because the wedding. We was all waiting for the wedding. Yeah. It was such a beautiful wedding. Yeah, and then I want to say Eclipse. Eclipse is last. Mm -hmm. um and the only reason why i really do enjoy eclipse so much is because of the commentary like i think twilight made me get into like movie commentaries mm -hmm. but oh my god you want to talk about hilarious you want to <laughs> talk about comedy so, so wait which one where um bella you already know like because i just feel like one um movie I just felt like Jacob was just being a whiny brat. I and think that was, that was it was New Moon because she was just like no, like yeah, because yeah. right. it was just like something about the Cullens and he was just like the killer part is you already know. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like all oh, right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a New Moon, but yeah, Eclipse. That's the only thing that gets me like I like it because 
I watched that commentary so much mm-hmm. instead of like with the movie that when I watch the movie, I say the commentary yeah, lines. The commentary, yeah. Right? <laughs> and it just makes me laugh. Um, but yeah, that's that's how I would rank them. I love them all. I'm gonna continuously watch them all. Yeah, like, something I can watch over and over. Like I yeah. would watch any one if it's of them. I'm gonna watch the it. New Moon. I mean, I would watch it, but <laughs> if it's Moon. on, I would watch it. And that's a rare thing for me. I don't really watch movies again after I've seen them because it's like I've already I already seen know. Them. But yeah, that's I would definitely watch it again. It's amazing. So let's talk about favorite characters. Do you mm-hmm. have a character that kind of stood out to you throughout the franchise or something like you know it's gonna be like a funny scene when that character comes on? Like um, yeah, so since you mentioned New Moon and being introduced to the Volturi, I that's my as a collective, the Volturi. Yeah. Um, specifically Arrow. <laughs> he was just so um classic. He was such a classic man. He's such a classic <laughs> man. Classic vampire. Like I loved him. Like anything he said, I just was hanging on every word because he just was a character. He very is. He has very like, yeah, Michael Sheen did the did the damn thing, but then even like um you know when we first see them and you know edwards you know tells better like you know i'm about to go to, to, to the volturi and provoke them and she's like what is the volturi and then he goes into the backstory about them and then you know it's the painting that comes to yeah, life comes and to life. the volturi uh. waltz is playing in the background and they are just like bravo, yes. bravo. They're, just, they're just giving regal yeah you know? and it's yes. just like you uh, they are supposed to be you know like the villains of the franchise but like you said like the Volturi is a shit like absolutely how could you not like the Volturi and I feel like Charlie Charlie got some he got some good lines like yes he was he was funny (laughs) it's definitely giving like protective dad like everything he's saying it's like you're in this like crazy mythical world and i feel like he is what a normal sane person would yeah. say reacting yeah. to this stuff that you come across giving true dad vibes like just true dad vibes <laughs> like and i still remember like seeing break it down part one just getting teary-eyed because you know we're daddies we're daddy uh, girls yeah and yes. just like her having to say goodbye to her dad and like having a little moment at the wedding it was just like yeah, don't have me crying in this movie theater. Yeah, Charlie was good too. Good character. And I feel like uh, Emmett gets a he. I feel like more of the comedic actors because Emmett he doesn't he definitely doesn't get a lot of shine in the franchise. Cause I feel like it's not about mm-hmm. him. Like even like you know Alice and Jasper and Rosalie, it's not really about them. But I feel like the few times that they do be on screen. Is like they show up like when they met Bella for the first time at that whole kitchen scene in Twilight. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's like you definitely get a feel for all their characters and yeah, and I mean it's very cliche to say like Edward or Bella is like the favorite character, right? Because that's like okay, yeah, Team Edward, but definitely the Volturi. Um, I did like Alice too. Like she's a like a cute little sister that um just was there. You know, mm-hmm. like in it and trying to do whatever she needed to do in order to, you know, make this happen. I don't know what Rosalie and Emmett's situation was, or maybe because she could see stuff, so she was on it more to do what she needed to do. But I don't know. I did like Alice as well, and so did Arrow. Um, but <laughs> okay. Twilight has gotten a lot of 
crap over the years. Like people, I don't know why. I mean, I guess because they were both like based on books, both big franchises. But people always like to pick one or the other. You either had to be into Harry Potter or you had to be in Twilight, and mm -hmm. they always kind of like put them together. And they just say, "Oh, your movie is stupid. It don't make any sense." And as much as I love it, I can agree, it's stupid. Like it's so <laughs> stupid. Like as I'm watching it back and watching, you know, rewatching, it's just like. This is so yeah. dumb, but <laughs> I love it. I, I can admit that it's dumb, but I do love it so much. And there are some really ridiculous plot points. And we'll start with Sprenesme because. Exactly. Because. <laughs> Sprenesme. My hmm. first thought, because I was, I mean, they're on, the movies are on, like, they jump back to back to back from like streaming services yeah. so now it's on showtime so the other day they had like literally the whole block twilight to bring it on part two and i was like well yeah. I, I guess i'm seated going, right <laughs> so, yes i was sitting there watching it i got up to breaking dawn part one and you know edward and bella they had sex clearly she got pregnant mm -hmm. but my thought was as i'm watching it how did this dead vampire get her pregnant right hmm. like because essentially he's dead so what's well, I guess that's, that's just, yeah but i guess that's just uh just it's thinking too much yeah, yeah it's just like, too much about it right it's just like don't just think go with it it's just a vampire it. first yes. of all it's a vampire yes. just <laughs> so go with it that's i guess the first thing to keep in mind but that's the i was just like how would she get pregnant and I guess because she was a hybrid, that's why she grew so fast. Like she didn't like yeah. Bella. Bella didn't have like a nine month pregnancy. Right, right. It was quick. Yeah, and then she grew fast because even at the honeymoon, she got pregnant, and then was like, "I think I'm pregnant." <laughs> yeah, like she I felt it. And by the and by the time they got home, she had a belly, and they was like, Jamie "Bella was like, had a oh. belly." Yeah, he was like, oh, they've been home for two weeks or like, or whatever. And it's just like, she is like fully showing a human baby. Like, so she, how long was the pregnancy for real? Like a month? A month, probably. Not, if that, like, I feel like oh, if she wasn't pregnant that long. And then Renette's the funniest it's, thing. It's crazy. I'm in my honeymoon and, you know, we consummate the marriage and I'm pregnant for real. Like, I feel it moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's stupid. That's it's hilarious. But, you know, that is Twilight. And then even further, the whole imprinting thing. And people were saying, like, I mean, in hindsight, it is weird because. Well, the way they explain it isn't because it just happens that she's a baby. But it's it's not that. It's just that caring for this person, being drawn to this person, which it really wasn't. Well, here's the thing. So <laughs> it was Bella in the beginning. But then once she got pregnant, it was Renesmee. No, so, I I think like him being drawn it was to always like, drawn. but I feel like he was like I feel like he just like Jacob just like Bella and yeah. I feel like she I don't think he was saying like you love me you can't admit it I feel like Jacob I love you as a friend I don't think she really had those romantic romantic ever for Jacob like that like yeah. he was projecting but he was saying like when she was pregnant like she was just like oh it's always good when you're around he was like that was the baby talking like the baby wanted me around oh so it was the opposite it was when she wanted him around yeah like because she was pregnant because it was her wanting him and then when you know 
she had the baby and he was about to come in and murk the baby. <laughs> That's when he was like, fell in love with it. But it's like, it's really creepy because it's just like, okay, you're, you're looking at her as like a god dad or a protector. But yet in Breaking Up Part 2, <laughs> like he said to Edward, like, can I start calling you dad? It's like, she's like 10. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, as a brother, like as a brother. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, unless it's unless it's like a Targaryen brother, like that, mm -hmm. like a Lannister, mm. <laughs> like no, no, I feel like mm -mm, he was mm. like praying on that little girl, and it's weird. I don't think he's praying on a little girl. I think it was just like this is I'm the protector. I'm her brother now. So should I start calling you dad, dad? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess if you want to look, if you want to look at it at that lighter side, I, guess, then... he's fine. I just don't want to think about that part of it. Yeah, it's like it, like I would not like it to be that. It's just weird yeah. that that is the um the premise that yeah, yeah the, the plot that she came up with that you know this is going to be you know a because even when they were talking about imprinting um in part one like it was Leah and Seth and they was all sitting there on the beach and they were talking about like you know they imprinted they don't belong to each other it was somebody else that was like on the shoreline with a little kid so obviously <laughs> <laughs> it's like Shit. not out the ordinary for these quiet men to lurch yeah. onto young girls ew <laughs> um but like you said like it's like i think if you just think about it as him being a big brother cool but it just gets weird that it's kind of like into it just like yeah <laughs> that's not like the whole thing with twilight it's just like just don't think too much into it just enjoy it just watch yeah. it but let's get to the most traumatic movie experience I've had to date. Um, and I've had a few. I can remember like films that really got a reaction out of me. Mm -hmm. And for sure, remember me. Mm -hmm. The first time I saw that, I did not know it was a 9-11 movie. Right. I was just watching it on the strength of supporting Robert Pattinson. And once it was the reveal, I just sobbed into the credits and then I went to sleep because I just cried and cried and cried. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what's another one that got me for Color Girls? I think I've seen that once and I never saw it again. I don't want to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like those are like movie experiences that are got exhausting. a good reaction. <laughs> Exhausting. Yeah. Um, I don't Let's even talk know about how you felt. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know what you were doing because I blacked out. Um, <laughs> but we had um, that's what Trini's little emblem. We went to a Twilight marathon. Now the Twilight marathon is exactly what it sounds like. They played all the movies leading up to the premiere. And I feel like we saw it a little early too. Like I feel like it might have get we might have saw that at ten o'clock, like before midnight. So we were literally in the theaters all day. Like 11 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning. Until probably earlier. Yeah. We just like sat there and watched all the movies. And I was excited because even though I did see the movies like a thousand times, that was the first time I saw the first three on the big screen. Um, I already saw Breaking Dawn uh, part one on the big screen. So it was just like exciting. And then of course, like being surrounded by people who get it. I feel like when you're going to movies like this, it's like, I don't need nobody asking questions. I don't need nobody like next to me, like, 
Well, who are they? And, and everybody in the theater knew what was up. They were quiet. Mm -hmm. They were supposed to be quiet. They laughed when they were supposed to laugh. And they fucking and screamed when they yes. were supposed to scream. <laughs> um, so we're watching it. If you are a Twilight fan, then you know the part we're talking about. If not, I'm pretty sure you saw it on social media. They got a Be Real Kennedy. Shout out to Kennedy. Um, she just let me know what Be Real is. So they got this Be Real floating around of that horrendous moment mm. during the battle. So in Breaking On Part 2, one of the Cullen's cousins, Arena, sees Renesme catching snowflakes. Mm -hmm. And in the vampire culture, you cannot make immortal children. So they thought that they bit a child, made her a vampire. Unbeknownst to them, they conceived this child naturally. So this was this whole built-up battle to get to this moment in the movie where they were trying to prove that like, we have these witnesses that can attest that, look, we did not bite this child. This is our kid. Let her show you that what she knows and what she can do. And then the Volturi and the whole gang was just like, no, we're coming to like end y'all because this is about right. it's against vampire law. So I remember kind of they were saying like, oh, it's a surprise twist. Like a, it's a little snippet that was in the book that they exaggerated. So okay. it must have been along the lines of Alice all of vision, blah, blah, blah. But they basically played out the vision. Okay. We did not know that this was the vision. So I'm sitting next to my sister and my mom. She was there too. And we get to this battle and Carlisle runs up to Arrow because they were manhandling Alice. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, all hell Arrow jumps in the loose. air, pans down, oh and he's holding Carlisle's head. And mm. I just remember screaming Carlisle mm. Mm. and then immediately sobbing. It's like all hell broke loose after that. I don't even remember. Like, I don't remember what just, anybody else was doing. Like I people just, were screaming. People were like, just <laughs> it was like all hell broke loose in the theater too. <laughs> imagine crying and yelling and oh my god! Like just, because we were, were all the, at war. That's what I'm saying you were in a theater with like legit Twilight fans, so I'm sure everybody is going to have a gut reaction and it was just like slowly but surely like they were just knocking off all Kate the Cullens and you know, the werewolves it was Jasper got it Ugh. Seth got it anybody Leah took it, it. yes it was just Whoa. like they were just like knocking off everybody and I remember it was one part where like you thought Edward was going to get it and I, in my head, I was just like, if they kill Edward, I'm walking out. I was just like, I, I've never walked out of a movie theater, but I was just like, if something happens to him, I'm a legit like walk out. But I just remember like curling in a ball, it was like over. not wanting to see, and then just like looking up, and it was just like Seth, and just sobbing again. It was, like, it was too much at once. It, it was, was like a whole bunch right after another, and it was just so emotional, like a. A buildup of sadness. <laughs> it really was. Carlisle lost his head, and then I lost my mind. Like I just, I, I don't know what was going on. I just, I honestly felt like I blacked out. And then it got to the end where Bella and Edward were. They ripped off Arrow's head. Yeah, it was about to burn him, and then silence because everything's calm in the field, mm -hmm. and Alice is just like. Now you know. Is that what you want? Okay. And everybody what? was just like, 
everybody was kind of like it was like quiet it was like it was like like, i felt so stupid because (laughs) i was i was reacting like that but it was just like that was like they got us good because they got us so good literally like everybody was like oh like you just heard a whole uh collective It was like I just remember like yeah, it was it a I felt like I my body was astro projected out and then it kind of slowly <laughs> came back down to your seat rested, like <laughs> rested in my body. Like I was freaking out and my spirit was just above me <laughs> losing just like watching, like, oh my god, let's girl, somebody calm this girl down. Um, but did you react at all? Like I feel I like I did. I kind of cried. Yeah, I mean, you were having like verbal outbursts. Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of like, <gasps> you know, gasping. But a lot of people were just like yelling and screaming. Like I said, it felt like a war in the movie theater <laughs> because everybody was like yelling and screaming and just crying and just sound like wailing and it just was crazy. <laughs> I wonder how they sound outside. Like I wonder if people like if they because I don't like because I feel like you can hear like movies. Like if you walking past the theater you can hear like the the murmur of like the speakers you can kind of right. hear what's happening in the theater even though the doors are like what is going on in or there? what the like, hell are they watching? That's what I'm saying. Like I wonder if they Oh my god! I wish like this week, cause you know, like on some like trailers for movies that they'll have like the little cameras inside the theaters, and they'd be like, "This yeah. movie scared these people." Yeah. They have like the people if they had oh a camera that inside that crazy. theater. Oh my god! Like I just, I just, I still remember it. Like that's definitely like I feel like one of the joys of going to the theater is getting that experience around other people. Cause I don't think I mean I I reacted to stuff at home, but. I don't, I don't know why I would have ever done it in the theater. I haven't. And I haven't since. Right. Like, I feel like, like that was very emotional. That was very. And then especially because we had seen them all in a row that same day. And then for that build up to happen. And we were like, what the absolute fuck? Everybody. And was- knowing that it was the last movie. So we're just right. like, is this for and real? Like, Everybody dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like you really about to end this saga like that, and just like that knock off half of the very emotional. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Um, but it was definitely a exciting experience because that experience, was, good experience. was amazing. Like the people, it must have been like what twenty five to thirty, maybe if that. People. Yeah, it wasn't even a lot of us because we was all spaced out. Like we had our blankets. Yeah, like oh, we about to go to the bathroom. We're like, y'all need anything? We about to go to the concession. Yeah, it was just like, like we had our really own little community. That was nice. Yeah, that was awesome. Shout Great. out to whoever thought to do that. Because yeah, because that, that was just like, and the ticket wasn't even that expensive. I don't think it I don't wasn't. Know. Like I don't think it was even like like a fifty dollar like ticket. I, I feel like it was definitely under thirty. Like I don't think it was a lot. Um, that was a really good experience. Really fun experience. But I feel like the Twilight Saga is just going to always go down in pop culture history. Like, you're always going to get those references, whether you watch it or not. I feel like one of my good friends I met in college and grad school was because we bonded over Twilight. And ah. it was just like, well, which team are you? And that's like, <laughs> that, that, that can make or break friendships. It's just like, well, what team you are? It's like, duh, the only team you're supposed to be on, that word. <laughs> so it's just like, even like now, I feel like that started the team thing. Like, when you got, like, couples, like, if you got, like, a three-way situation, love triangle, it's always going to be, like, what team are you on? So, I feel <laughs> like Twilight started that. And, I mean, I just love it. 
Um, I don't know that there would be anything. Well, never mind. I can't say that because there was for me. What? Something that's like that, like that I feel that strongly about. And it was Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, so, I feel like, see, I feel like Twilight might, have, might take it, but I definitely love Game of Thrones too. Like, anything I really am obsessed about, like, I got the box set. Yeah. I, I watch countless interviews of them. So I feel like your yeah, Game of Thrones is also another. These pop culture phenomenons be. Yeah, like what's the next one? I don't know, but I can't believe it's been ten years. It's been ten years since the movie came out. Was it twenty years? Because why is the shirt so tight? (laughs) Was I twelve? Was I twelve when this came out? (laughs) Like yeah, twenty twelve. That's crazy. It's crazy. It feels like yesterday. It don't even seem like it was that long, right? It feels like yesterday. It feels like yesterday. We were riding the King of Prussia. Yes, to go see it. All excited. But is there anything else you want to add about Twilight Saga before we wrap? No, I just will. I'm a forever fan, and I will just always watch it when it's when it's on. Yep, I'm a Twilight, so I die hard (laughs) for forever and ever. listening you can catch new episodes of so i was watching podcasts on wednesdays on spotify glambergirlblog.com and now on apple Podcasts. so be sure to give me a rating or a review i would greatly appreciate it you can also follow me on twitter instagram and tiktok at glambergirlblog and the podcast at so i was watching pod on tumblr and so i was watching on twitter also if you want to send me an email about a show or film i should add to my watch list Or if you're interested in being a guest on the show and you want to talk about something you've recently watched, I can be reached at soiwaswatchingpodcast at yahoo.com. Until next time, I am your host, Amber Dover.